Man, you're rocking with your boys at Dead End Hip Hop. It's your boy FIFO and Ken. If you didn't know, now you know. We're doing 365 reviews. So that means all of 2021, you're going to get an audio review from me and Ken. If you would like to support me and Ken, make sure that you drop something at our Cash App. That's dollar sign Dead End Hip Hop. Also, if you don't have Cash App, you can do it via PayPal, deadinhiphop at gmail.com. Make sure that you hashtag DE365 so that way we know it's for me and Ken. Dead in Hip Hop, audio review. The Dream, Love Hate. Um, Ken, this project came out back in hmm. 2007. Um, so he's an American singer, songwriter, songwriter and record producer. His co-writing credits. This is just the co-writing. I'm not even going to get into all of them. This is literally just co-writing. His credits include Me Against the Music, 2003 for Britney Spears, Ride, 2010 for Sierra, Umbrella, 2007 for Rihanna, Single Ladies, Put a Ring on It, by you already know Beyonce and them, uh, 2000, that was in 2008, and Partition in 2013 for Beyonce. Touch My Body 2008 for Mariah Carey. Um, and Baby 2010 for Justin Bieber. Man, can write hits. Bruh. Like, 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 that's just the co-writing. That's not even the stuff that he's written or produced. So, if you didn't know about The Dream, then you, you heard him. You've heard his work, and maybe didn't know it was him, but the dream has been everywhere. Um, I think he has slowed down in terms of making his own music and even the behind-the-scenes stuff, but obviously he's still working. Um, when this project first came out, Ken, I was not necessarily a fan. and I just have this thing about songs that just get crazy radio play mm-hmm. that just turns me off. It, it just it comes to a point in time, it's like, okay, I, I done heard this shit too much. I just I can't listen to it. And Shorty is the shit was one of those songs. Like mm. that shit got dumb radio play. I'm talking about as soon as you turn on the radio, that song was playing. And it just it got to a point where it was just too annoying. Um uh, but I'm not gonna lie, like this project did grow on me because it does have certain songs that I really like, but then it has songs that I'm just like, so I don't necessarily love this project, but I do love a particular run in this. So, um, oh, even like I Love Your Girl, that got crazy oh, radio yeah, yeah, play. Yeah. Oh my god, them first two songs, but Fast Card, Nikki, She Needs My Love, Falsetto got crazy radio play, even though I, I, I like that one, it didn't get as much as the other ones. Um, I can I can skip playing in your hair, but then Purple Kisses and Love Songs. So like that run right there, kind of mm. in the middle of this thing, saves it for me. Because there is a lot of corny shit on here, and, mm. and The Dream isn't that great of a singer either. But he, but you can tell that the way his brain works to make music is very catchy, which is why he's been so successful. Yeah, um, I remember listening to this back back when it dropped, and uh, yeah, I mean, you obviously know all, all the hits, and I thought I liked it when I was like, oh, the dream. I haven't listened to this in a long time. Mm-hmm. I think I liked this album. Then I I was reminded that I didn't. Um, <laughs> But I think there are some interesting elements, um, and and what what the thing about the dream is that this what this album represents is what he's good for, hits, 
you know, and that's why I love your girl and falsetto was was everywhere. Yeah. But I think it also showed that you know there are moments where he struggles when it comes to, I guess maybe writing and doing songs for for himself. You know, there were just some songs that that didn't hit. I did think Nicki was interesting, kind of taking that, dope. yeah, yeah, that that Prince, mm-hmm. um, like like template that he has with the with those drum patterns, and he he does a good job of playing with drum patterns on here and and making songs sound accessible and catchy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think he can sing good enough. So one of the things that I found interesting is that he's like at the forefront of the R&B artist that came after, after him. After him. Yes. Yeah, he man. created a lot of babies. Yeah. I remember when Weekend first came out, he would say Weekend is copying him. And I was like, no, he's not. But then now in hindsight, almost you know, 10 years later, it's kind of like Weekend is more talented than you as a singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Weekend is a little bit more pop than you. Uh, but... He's a baby of of, of the dream. Uh, yeah, he sure is. Now I, I definitely think Weekend is way better, and I enjoy Weekend a lot more. But there there are elements of what makes Weekend great that made the dream great on this project. So like Nikki, Nikki mm-hmm. is one of those songs that is like okay, that beat everything that Dream did. I can hear Weekend do, but mm-hmm. Weekend would just take it over the top. That's what I heard a lot of here. Yep. yep. Same thing with love songs. That's the same thing. Yep. Again, that that rhythmic uh, drum program yeah. on, on that one as well. Yeah, she needs my love. That one mm-hmm. too. And even when like it starts um, to speed up a little bit, um, Shorty needs my love. You know, I can't sing, but like even that part, like I could definitely hear Weekend kind of doing something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so I I think you know Dream felt very threatened by Weekend when Weekend first started to blow up. But it was definitely different. It's, it's it's different, but I could definitely say Weekend is is partly a dream baby. Yeah, nah, nah, he, he is, he is. Um, but yeah, I think that was what what I took away from from that. And we're talking about two thousand seven, so R and B was damn near in a weird place. Yeah, yeah, place. yeah. It almost lost its identity. Yeah, it was pr- practically damn near dead. Yep. In all honesty, like yep. you know, you had these big hits. I was gonna say like projects like this kind of saved R and B. To be honest. Yep. Yep. Purple kisses was dope too. I did uh-huh. like that one, but I thought living a lie like what. What and was yeah. Rihanna a big thing back then? I don't think she was. She, she was on the way up. She yeah, but she up. wasn't Rihanna, no, 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 she like, wasn't. cause she no. she was like a like, name, like, uh, uh, like you knew her through Jay Z. At least I did. This was Rihanna getting put on. It wasn't the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Rihanna wasn't the draw here. Nah. It, it was the dream at the time. Yep. Nah. But um, yeah, de- it was definitely the dream. But he he had a nice run, man. Um, yeah, he did. You he know, did. He, he, yeah, yeah. And I think I think people did like this album. They did, and, and you know, in all honesty, you know, just kind of looking back. Um, so yeah, it was it was kind of you know good to kind of go back and just kind of listen to it. Um, That's why I recommended it. I wanted. I, I was like, you know what? We're 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 being a little too new with some of the stuff that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Let's go back just a little bit. He um he reminded me. I'm, I'm glad you actually did the bio with all those songs. Mm-hmm. It definitely showed the diversity in his writing. 100%. Because when I was listening to this, I was like, he reminded me of a guy back in the day uh, named Link. Link had really just one album, but he wrote for uh, Silk, the group Silk. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a song that really just kind of 
was a big hit for them. Um, um, fuck it. Uh, um, fuck. Now nah, I can't. I'm gonna have to look it up. Uh, look it up. But um, meeting in my bedroom, meeting in your bedroom, oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He wrote that for him, and he he basically produced the whole <laughs> album, right? Mm-hmm. And then he did his own album. It basically was basically the one he did for them. Uh, was his album that he gave to him. Yeah. They gave to them, right? He reminded me of them only because in a gimmicky kind of style because Link had a gimmicky kind of style with uh, the way that he used rhythm too with some of his his um, with some of his songs. So yeah, when I listened to Nicki and Fast Car, mm-hmm. I kind of heard that same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you mentioned the songs that he wrote for, it was like, nah, that's that's a range mm-hmm. a variety of hits for a variety of different artists. Yep. So maybe when it comes to the dream, like he has his own way of doing music and singing within the range that he can sing in and with everybody else he has more room to play and explore mm-hmm. he can give Beyonce more room to kind of sing with power vocals and stuff like that definitely Mariah Carey and you know he, he has a light falsetto type voice so he can definitely give Mariah Carey some, some shit to kind of yeah. go for you know I don't remember that song but and if she did that but uh, but yeah nah, he, he had a moment in time he did. The dream had a moment yeah, yeah. in time. He, 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 yep. he kind of dominated the same way T Pain dominated. Where that was the other point. T Pain's run was a little bit longer, but if you needed a singing feature, if it wasn't Neo, it was the dream. Yeah. If I, you needed somebody to write a song yep. for you, if it wasn't Neo, it was the dream. Neo was Neo a hit maker had, too. Neo. The dream had about a three to four year run where if it wasn't his own music, he wrote that music or co wrote that music. To all of your favorite shit that was R and B based on the radio, yeah, you really had that run. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I don't know why we've been talking about T Pain. It's bloodbath fault, but um, but this was the time where guys from behind the scenes were trying to come in front of the camera, and and he managed to do that. T Pain managed to do that uh, with Neo. success. Neo was another one where you know, it was like, oh yeah, you know, I write songs. Let me put out my own album. You know, and and he was he was part of that group that did it, and um, and you know, I mean, you know, and, and it worked. I mean, when it comes to writing a hit and something melodic, catchy, you know, he could do that. T Pain can do that, um, but it's only going to get you so far. And you know, they all had a run, and hip hop just became super dominant, yeah. and it was just it was a rap. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I overall liked it. Um, it's fourteen songs, one hour. If if you had to give me my favorite tracks, give me um look, I like Shorty is the shit and I love and I love your girl, but it it just got too much radio play. So I can't it almost it repulses me when it plays. But it's not that I dislike it, it's just because I know the type of radio play that it got. It just yeah, don't like it. But uh Fast Card, Nikki, She Needs My Love, Falsetto, Purple Kisses, um, Love songs. Those are my favorite joints on here. Uh, Nikki, Falsetto, Purple Kisses, Love Songs, and uh, Fast Car. Fast Car. That's yeah. what's up. But look, um, have you listened to this project? 
do you like the dream do you know several projects and or songs that dream has written if you don't or want to have that type of discussion hit us up on social media man twitter is probably the best place to have that type of conversation hit me up at my at mentions and my ig make sure you blow ken up make sure you blow up the artists that we review um i just want to say thank you for the support we doing about a thousand downloads a day on these podcast reviews that's all because of you help us to continue to grow organically share this podcast review with one person let's get to two thousand downloads by the end of the year again we love you guys thank you for the support continue to support us on cash app and paypal but i promise you we'll have another review for you tomorrow we out peace peace